Hey, welcome to Spend, Donate, Invest. I'm your host, I go by Gigi, that's short for Genet Gimja. And here we talk about money and how we can align our personal values with what we're doing with our money. So this isn't your typical personal finance podcast. I'm not going to talk to you about hot tips on making more money, but I do hope to help with questions like, help, my 401k has a bunch of climate destroyers in it, or, hmm, I feel weird shopping at this store because they donate to politicians who are working against my rights. So these are big questions on this podcast, but we also talk about small questions too. I hope to share realistic, practical suggestions to get you started on answering those questions in a way that makes sense for you. The episodes tend to be short, and I always include links so you can continue your exploration after the episode. The topics for each episode come from your emails, so you can reach out anytime. Spend, donate, invest at gmail.com. What have you been thinking about? Today, we're going to be following up on something that came up a few episodes ago. This is the announcement that Patagonia's founder, Ivan Schwinau, was giving away his company. These were the headlines, and in interviews, he said that his family transferred ownership of the company to a trust and nonprofit organization. Big news. Or is it? So a little bit of background, Patagonia is a well-loved company that was founded by an outdoorsy guy, <laughs> that's Yvonne Chouinau, and he makes and sells outdoor gear and clothing to outdoorsy people and also to indoorsy people like myself. We've talked about Patagonia before. They're a certified B Corp, so that's short for B Corporation. That means that they've committed to more than just making money, but also to running their company according to some certain values. And if you want to learn more about B Corps and what all they entail, check out episode 10. I'll put a link in the show notes. B Corps are super interesting and definitely... I think we can say they're an improvement over your standard corporation that is only promising to make more money. So for years, Patagonia has given away 1% of annual sales. And if you listen to old interviews with Ivan Schwinau, he has said, for me, it's an earth tax, taxing ourselves for being polluters, for using up non-renewable resources. More recently, when he was describing his giving the company away, he said, we needed to find a way to put more money into fighting the crisis. That's the climate crisis. So maybe you're thinking, awesome, yeah, sell Patagonia and use that gigantic amount of money to fight climate change. But he says he wants to still keep the company's values intact, quote unquote, Further, he believed that selling the company and giving away the money would have given up too much control. So, bada-bing, bada-boom, in the classic tradition of billionaires believing they know best, he and his kids will continue to control the company, and of course, they will control the nonprofit as well. So the headlines are already not quite matching up with reality. I watched Yvonne at one of those Google Talks that you can watch online, and he spent a few minutes reading from his book. Here's what he read. I've been a businessman for almost 50 years. 
It's as difficult for me to say those words as it is for someone to admit being an alcoholic or a lawyer. I've never respected the profession. It's business that has to take the majority of the blame for being the enemy of nature, for destroying native cultures, for taking from the poor and giving to the rich, and for poisoning the earth with the effluent from its factories. Yet business can produce food, cure disease, control population, employ people, and genuinely enrich our lives. And it can do these good things and make a profit without losing its soul. He continues reading from his book. No young kid growing up ever dreams of someday becoming a businessman. He wants to be a fireman, a sponsored athlete, or a forest ranger. The Lee Iacocas, Donald Trumps, and Jack Welches of the business world are heroes to no one except other businessmen with similar values. I wanted to be a fur trapper when I grew up. Later during this same talk, he asks the audience, how many of you think that the government is going to solve our problems? And then he laughs and he says, you know, government is the problem. And it's like, are you sure, bro? <laughs> a series of policy failures are what led to the grotesque income inequality that has led to your pile of money that you're now gripping with that death grip. So you'd think a billionaire would be more complimentary of the systems that helped him gather that much power. But things get even weirder. In his talk, he gives the example of the civil rights movement as an example of how our government will never be courageous. He says that we've moved towards what he calls a civil democracy, not because of the White House, but because Rosa Parks, who he describes as a tired housewife, was too tired to get off the bus. Point of information, Rosa Parks was not a tired housewife. She had two jobs. She was a clothing maker and a trained activist in the fields of workers' rights and racial equality. So she was absolutely a trained activist. And in the context of her work as an activist, she worked with the NAACP. She was not the first person to refuse to move to the back of the bus, but the NAACP was strategic in selecting her as the court case they would throw their weight behind to try to get the racist laws changed. So no, she wasn't a tired housewife, but his point is that our government is the problem. Now, spoiler alert. <laughs> What's interesting is that if you fast forward, one of the things that his new nonprofit and trust is going to do is to support political candidates that share his political agenda. It's just so ironic because it's like, which one is it? Is it that we can't rely on our government or so we need to cut them out or that we need to strengthen the government? But I just, if there's one thing I could say to him, it would be, you know what else really strengthens our government? It's billionaires paying their damn taxes. So Yvonne has saved over $1 billion, with a B, $1 billion in taxes by setting up this strange nonprofit slash trust thing. He could have just given his $3 billion stake in the company to his kids, but doing it this way saves $1.2 billion in taxes. So from his perspective, this is a win-win. His family still gets to control the money and has to pay even less taxes than they normally do. Because essentially what he did was to quote-unquote, give away the company to a trust and then put his family in charge of the trust. So he and his family are still in charge of Patagonia just like they were before. 
But now, because of the type of nonprofit they've set up, it's a 501c4, they're legally allowed to do a lot of political campaigning without paying taxes, no capital gains taxes, no income tax, and no gift tax. It boggles the mind. Our government is too weak to collect taxes from billionaires, which allowed him to hoard even more money. And then with that money, he's able to further weaken the government, which is already weakened because it's not collecting taxes from billionaires. This is not okay, y'all. It's not okay. And here's the thing. I might actually agree with Yvonne and his family's opinions on what to do about climate change. But I don't want to have to hope that I agree with a family of billionaires. I want to hear from the nerds at the EPA. <laughs> I, want, I want them to coordinate with the other global client, climate scientist nerds, and I want them to tell us what the hell to do. I'm an engineer, so I, I feel like I'm allowed to say that we're nerds. The point is, we have too many billionaires, and they have too much power, and I know I'm not the only one who's disturbed by this really bizarre billionaire billionaire worship that we're plagued by. I know it's not new. I know that back in the day, we were all trained to worship our kings and queens and our chiefs. Actually, LOL, shout out to my British listeners. <laughs> I guess you guys are still somewhat worshiping your royal family. Are y'all okay? But you know what? Sometimes I wonder if there's even that big of a difference, because in the U.S., we worship our billionaires. And you all are worshiping your royal family. So what's really the difference? As an aside, if you want an analysis of where the royal refugees, Harry and Meghan, donate their money, let me know. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to do a light episode. I'd be happy to do the research. So what were we talking about again? Okay, so Ivan Shwinao, he's giving Patagonia away. Not really, kind of, sort of, but not at all, actually. So he didn't. And what he actually did was he he gave the company that his family controls to a nonprofit that his family controls. I don't know if any billionaires listen to podcasts. Um, are there any billionaires listening today? Hey, hey, friend, come come closer. Look, I know you beat the odds and you made a billion dollars. And I know, I know, a billion dollars isn't even really that much money. I know your friends have much more money than you. And I know they're doing some really crazy stuff to avoid paying their taxes. You're just doing the standard billionaire tax loopholes. But please, please, we don't need you to rack your brains to figure out how to give back to society. Just pay your taxes. Don't take the billionaire tax loopholes, even if they're perfectly legal, even if all the other billionaires are doing it too. Just pay your taxes. That act alone will go towards the environment, our schools, our healthcare system, life-saving research, regulating industry, regulating the financial markets. Just kidding. I know you don't want that part. But just think of all the good your money could do. Okay. That's it for this week. A little peek into what it might mean when a billionaire says he's giving his company away or what it meant when this particular billionaire didn't really give his company away. If there's another topic you'd like to hear on this show, please do write in. If anyone has seen my Patagonia sweater, let me know. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I wore it 
about two years ago when I attempted to enjoy the outdoors and I went to Yosemite. So if you're looking for other episodes of the show, check out the website at spenddonateinvest.world, W-O-R-L-D, or you can email me anytime at spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. You might even want to sign up for the monthly-ish newsletter where we continue the conversation. Just send me an email anytime or sign up on the website. That's it for now. Let's talk again soon. 